0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace.
1: See, this is the attitude of a steward. I'm just giving back to you a portion of what you've given me. When you start giving, it starts a supernatural flow towards you of God's ability. God will bless you more than you deserve. God will bless you and make things work better than they ever could have. And now here's Andrew. Today, I'm continuing to teach on financial stewardship, everybody's favorite teaching. And I say that sarcastically because people really hate ministers preaching on this. They think, you know, they just immediately grab their wallet and think that, man, he's after my money. I'm doing this because it will bless you. It will help you. It will change your life. And you can question my motives. I can't persuade you one way or the other, but I'm just encouraging you to open up your heart and to let God minister to you in this area, not only for your benefit, but one of the points I've been trying to make as I introduce this subject is to talk about that financial prosperity. It really isn't for you. It's not so that you can have a bigger house, a bigger car, bigger things. Although those things may come, God's not against you prospering. He is El Shaddai, not El Chipo. He paves his streets with gold. He's making everybody a mansion, not a shack in the corner of glory land. God is not against you having things, but He's against things having you. You need to get to a place to where you see yourself as a steward and not an owner of the resources that you have. That's the point that I've been trying to get across. Yesterday, I used a scripture out of 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, where it says, what do you have that you haven't received? And if you've received it, then why are you boasting and glorying as if you didn't receive it? And you know, this is a real problem that most people think that this is my money. I work for this. This is my sweat. This is my toil. And because of it, you feel like, you feel resentful when somebody tells you to tithe or to give or they ask you for something and you think they're after my money. If you saw yourself as a steward, THAT'S the DEFINED AS A PERSON WHO MANAGES THE AFFAIRS OR ESPECIALLY THE FINANCES OF ANOTHER PERSON. IF YOU SAW THIS is NOT YOURS, YOU AREN'T THE OWNER. YOU ARE JUST A PERSON WHO IS STEWARDING THE RESOURCES THAT GOD HAS GIVEN YOU. IT WOULD CHANGE YOUR WHOLE HEART ATTITUDE. IT WOULD KEEP MONEY FROM DOMINATING YOU. MAN, THERE'S A LOT OF THINGS. LET ME TURN OVER AND USE 1st CHRONICLES... CHAPTER 29 AND SHOW YOU THIS ATTITUDE IN DAVID. Uh, I HAVEN'T GOT TIME TO GO BACK TO ALL OF THIS, BUT DAVID HAD BEEN TOLD BY THE LORD THAT HE DIDN'T WANT HIM TO BUILD THE TEMPLE. HE WANTED HIS SON TO DO IT, BUT DAVID SET HIS HEART ON PREPARING FOR IT. DAVID WROTE OUT THE DIMENSIONS OF THE TEMPLE, WHAT IT WAS GOING TO LOOK LIKE, the Ark of the... He, he got all of these things, he said, by the Spirit of the Lord. And David saw the temple in his heart. He never saw it with his eyes, but he saw it in his heart. And he loved the Lord, and he wanted to build a temple for the Lord. So uh, pre- previous to 1 Corinthians chapter... or 1 Chronicles chapter 29, he had already given the equivalent of nearly $50 billion worth of gold, silver, precious stones... AND THINGS LIKE THIS, AND HAD SET IT ASIDE FOR THE BUILDING OF THE TEMPLE. THAT WAS OUT OF HIS, uh, YOU KNOW, KINGDOM FINANCES, ALL OF THE SPOIL THAT HE HAD TAKEN FROM THE CONQUEST THAT HE HAD HAD. BUT IN THE 29TH CHAPTER, HE CALLED ALL OF THE NATION TOGETHER, AND HE WAS ENCOURAGING THEM TO FULFILL THIS DESIRE TO BUILD THE TEMPLE, AND HE ENCOURAGED THEM TO SUPPORT SOLOMON. AND THEN, HE STARTED GIVING, AND HE GAVE OUT OF HIS OWN PERSONAL AMOUNT, OF OFFERING, OVER $2 BILLION WORTH. NOW, IT'S NOT USED IN THOSE TERMS, BUT IT it GIVES IT, YOU KNOW, IN TALENTS, A TALENT OF GOLD was 75 POINT, I THINK, FOUR OR FIVE POUNDS OF GOLD. AND IT TELLS YOU HOW MANY TALENTS. AND WHAT I DID WAS MULTIPLY THAT OUT, FIGURE OUT HOW MANY OUNCES THAT IS. AND I THINK I USED SOMEWHERE AROUND THIRTEEN OR $1,500 PER OUNCE uh, OF GOLD and I, that's how I came to these figures. Actually, gold right now is more than that. So these are conservative figures. But if you add all of this up, David gave an offering out of his own personal account that amounted to somewhere around $2 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious stones. And the, the people were so touched to see their king and the way that he was giving out of his own personal account so uh, generously towards the TEMPLE THAT THEY SPONTANEOUSLY STARTED GIVING, AND THE 12 TRIBES, ALL OF THE PEOPLE IN THE NATION, THEY GAVE OVER $2 BILLION. SO THIS ONE OFFERING WAS SOMEWHERE AROUND 4 TO $5 BILLION IN ONE OFFERING IN ONE DAY. MAN, THAT'S AWESOME. I KNOW THAT PROBABLY THE MAJORITY OF PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM HAVE NEVER EXPERIENCED A SUPERNATURAL SPIRIT OF GIVING that descends on a service, but I have. I've been in services where I've seen people give away houses, cars, come up and take jewelry off, give their rings. I mean, and it wasn't because they were being manipulated. It was spontaneous. I mean, there was just a, I don't know how to describe it other than a spirit of giving broke out. And when you see people literally laying their life down and giving things away like this, it's, it's amazing. THIS WAS PROBABLY THE BIGGEST OFFERING POSSIBLY EVER RECEIVED IN THE HISTORY OF THE WORLD. OVER $4 BILLION WORTH OF THINGS HAPPENED IN ONE DAY. AND HERE'S WHAT I WANT TO GET TO IS DAVID'S RESPONSE TO THIS. I BELIEVE IT SHOWS THAT, SEE, HE SAW HIMSELF AS A STEWARD, NOT AN OWNER OF ALL OF THESE THINGS. LISTEN TO the um, what DAVID SAID HERE. In verse 10, 1 Chronicles twenty nine ten. Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. HE WAS JUST SO BLESSED. HE STARTED PRAISING GOD AND THANKING GOD FOR EVERYTHING. IN VERSE 12, HE SAYS, BOTH RICHES AND HONOR COME OF THEE. NOW THAT IS AN IMPORTANT STATEMENT. IN OTHER WORDS, HE WASN'T SAYING, GOD, LOOK WHAT WE HAVE DONE. NO, HE'S SAYING, GOD, YOU'RE THE ONE WHO GAVE US ALL OF THIS PROSPERITY. VERSE 12, BOTH RICHES AND HONOR COME OF THEE AND THOU REIGNEST OVER ALL AND IN THY HAND IS POWER AND MIGHT AND IN THY HAND IT IS TO MAKE GREAT AND TO GIVE STRENGTH UNTO ALL. MAN, THIS IS IMPORTANT. HE WAS SEEING GOD AS HIS SOURCE, NOT ONLY OF THIS MONEY, OF THE FINANCES, BUT OF EVERYTHING. YOU KNOW, IT SAYS IN DEUTERONOMY CHAPTER 8, VERSE 18, uh, Moses was the one talking and he was talking to the children of Israel right before he went up into Mount Nebo and died and was gathered unto the Lord. And he was giving them warnings when they entered into the promised land and when they lived in houses that were built by giants. So therefore, they had to be big houses. They had to have big rooms. When you enter into fields that you didn't have to cultivate, you didn't have to get the rocks out, you didn't have to plant the food, other people have done it. You're going to go in and you're going to have all of this abundance. He says, don't forget, Deuteronomy 8.18, that it is the Lord who gives you the power to get wealth. And why does he give you this power? So that he can establish his covenant here on the earth as he swear unto your fathers. God is the one who is the source of their prosperity, and he did it so that they could establish his kingdom here on the earth, not just so that they could get their needs met. NOW AGAIN, GOD LOVES US INDIVIDUALLY AND GOD WANTS TO BLESS EACH ONE OF US INDIVIDUALLY, BUT GOD WANTS TO MAKE US A BLESSING MORE THAN HE WANTS TO BLESS US. WE CAN'T BE A BLESSING TO OTHERS IF WE AREN'T BLESSED OURSELVES. SO YES... GOD IS GOING TO PROVIDE FOR US. I AM NOT PREACHING THAT YOU SHOULD LIVE A SPARTAN LIFE WHERE YOU DON'T HAVE ANYTHING, BUT I AM SAYING THAT YOUR HEART SHOULD BE MORE ABOUT GIVING THAN IT IS ABOUT RECEIVING. THE ONLY REASON I REALLY AM EXCITED ABOUT RECEIVING FROM GOD IS BECAUSE AS I RECEIVE, IT ENABLES ME TO GIVE MORE. SO I'M NOT ONE OF THOSE THAT SAYS, I'M ONLY GOING TO GIVE, BUT I DON'T BELIEVE GOD FOR ANY RETURN. THAT'S JUST STUPID. MAN, IF I DON'T GET A RETURN OFF OF MY GIVING, IF I SOW A SEED AND IF I DON'T GET ANYTHING BUT ONE SEED OUT OF PLANTING ONE SEED, THAT'S A LOT OF EFFORT FOR A SMALL RETURN. BUT TYPICALLY, YOU PLANT ONE SEED, YOU'LL GET THOUSANDS OF SEEDS BACK IN RETURN. I'M GOING TO ACCEPT THE RETURN, BUT I'M NOT GIVING SO I CAN GET. I'M GIVING KNOWING THAT I'M GOING TO GET SO THAT I CAN WIND UP GIVING MORE AND SOWING MORE. THE EMPHASIS IS ON GIVING. You get your heart right. And this is what David is talking about. Riches and honor. Boy, this is so powerful. Riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. In thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. But who am I, and what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? FOR ALL THINGS COME OF THEE AND OF THINE OWN HAVE WE GIVEN THEE. AGAIN, THIS IS SO POWERFUL. THIS IS NOT THE ATTITUDE THAT MOST PEOPLE HAVE. MOST PEOPLE THINK THAT WHEN THEY GIVE, LOOK WHAT I GAVE. I I GAVE. THIS WAS MINE. I'M GIVING THIS. DAVID HERE IS SAYING, ALL WE DID WAS GIVE UNTO YOU WHAT YOU HAD ALREADY GIVEN UNTO US. HE WAS SAYING THAT, GOD, YOU'RE MY SOURCE. GOD, I'M A STEWARD OVER YOUR FINANCES. YOU'RE THE ONE WHO CAUSED ME TO PROSPER. MAN, THAT'S AWESOME. AND THEN LOOK AT THE NEXT VERSE. FOR WE ARE STRANGERS BEFORE THEE AND SOJOURNERS, AS WERE ALL OF OUR FATHERS. OUR DAYS ON THE EARTH ARE AS A SHADOW, AND THERE IS NONE ABIDING. HE WAS REMEMBERING THAT, YOU KNOW, THE START OF THE JEWISH NATION, THEY WERE SLAVES IN EGYPT. THEY HAD NOTHING. AND GOD BROUGHT THEM OUT WITH GREAT SUBSTANCE. GOD IS THE ONE WHO PROSPERED THEM. GOD IS THE ONE WHO DISPLACED THE OTHER NATIONS AND PLANTED THEM IN THAT NATION. GOD IS THE ONE WHO SENT THE RAIN THAT CAUSED THEIR CROPS TO GROW. GOD IS THE ONE WHO MULTIPLIED THEIR CATTLE. HE WAS RECOGNIZING GOD AS THE SOURCE OF EVERYTHING, AND OF YOUR OWN HAVE WE GIVEN UNTO THEE. SEE, THIS IS A GREAT ATTITUDE. AND MIGHT I JUST POINT OUT THAT THE MAN WHO WAS SAYING THIS GAVE OVER TWO BILLION DOLLARS WORTH OF HIS PERSONAL RESOURCES TO GOD. HE WAS VERY PROSPEROUS. AND YOU KNOW, ONE OF THE REASONS IS BECAUSE OF THIS ATTITUDE. THE WAY UP IN GOD'S KINGDOM IS DOWN. IT'S IN HUMBLING YOURSELF THAT YOU RECEIVE MORE GRACE. THE WAY TO PROSPER IN GOD'S KINGDOM ISN'T TO THINK ABOUT GETTING MORE FOR YOURSELF. IT'S NOT THAT VACUUM MENTALITY WHERE YOU'RE JUST SUCKING EVERYTHING TOWARDS YOURSELF. OH, GOD, GIVE ME, GIVE ME, GIVE ME. AND THAT'S THE WAY THAT SOME PEOPLE LIVE, AND THAT LEADS TO POVERTY. BUT THE WAY TO REALLY PROSPER IN GOD'S KINGDOM IS TO SAY, OH, GOD, I WANT TO BE A BLESSING. I WANT TO BUY SOMEBODY ELSE A CAR. I WANT TO HELP SOMEBODY ELSE GET A HOUSE. I WANT TO HELP SOMEONE ELSE. GOD, I WANT TO GIVE. I'M CONCERNED ABOUT THE POOR. I WANT TO GO OUT AND HELP THEM. AND WHEN YOU GET TO WHERE YOUR FOCUS IS ON GIVING AND YOU SEE THAT IT'S GOD'S RESOURCES AND THAT GOD IS A GIVER. GOD SO LOVED THE WORLD THAT HE GAVE HIS ONLY BEGOTTEN SON. WHEN YOU GET THAT HEART OF GOD, THE BIBLE SAYS, 2 CHRONICLES... 16, 9, THE EYES OF THE LORD RUN TO AND FRO THROUGHOUT THE WHOLE EARTH, SEEKING TO SHOW HIMSELF STRONG IN BEHALF OF THOSE WHO ARE PERFECT IN HIS SIGHT. GOD IS A GIVER. GOD IS LOOKING FOR PEOPLE WHO WILL GIVE, WHO WILL BE A BLESSING TO OTHER PEOPLE, WHO IT'S NOT ABOUT THEM GETTING EVERYTHING FOR themselves. YOU KNOW, THE AMERICAN DREAM IS you GET ALL YOU CAN, THEN CAN ALL YOU GET, AND THEN SIT ON YOUR CAN. And you just build it up for yourself. And you're like the person in Levit- uh, Luke chapter 12 where he says, look at all of my goods. I'm going to tear down these barns and build others. And then I'm going to sit there and say to my soul, soul, you have all of these goods. Eat, drink, and be merry. No, that's not what life is about. Life isn't by how much you have. Life is by how much you give. True prosperity isn't defined by the assets that you have, but it's the way that you've been a blessing to other people. SECOND CORINTHIANS, CHAPTER 9, VERSE 8, SAYS THAT GOD IS ABLE TO MAKE ALL GRACE ABOUND TOWARDS YOU THAT YOU ALWAYS, HAVING ALL SUFFICIENCY IN ALL THINGS, MAY WHAT? MAY HAVE ALL OF THIS STUFF? NO, IT'S SO THAT YOU CAN ABOUND UNTO EVERY GOOD WORK. YOU REALLY DEFINE PROSPERITY BY NOT HOW MUCH YOU HAVE, BUT HOW MUCH YOU GIVE. MAN, THAT IS RADICAL. THAT IS DIAMETRICALLY OPPOSED TO THE WAY MOST PEOPLE WOULD LOOK AT THINGS. MOST PEOPLE, IF YOU WANT TO SEE, YOU KNOW, HOW MUCH A PERSON IS WORTH, THEY GO LOOK AT THEIR NET WORTH, THEIR ASSETS, AND THEY LOOK AT HOW MUCH THEY OWE VERSUS THE ASSETS, AND THAT'S THEIR NET WORTH. GOD DOESN'T LOOK AT IT THAT WAY. GOD LOOKS AT YOU AND SEES WHETHER YOU ARE PROSPEROUS OR NOT BY HOW MUCH YOU GIVE. YOU KNOW, THE 39TH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF GENESIS, JOSEPH WAS STANDING ON THE AUCTION BLOCK being sold as a slave. And you can read this Genesis chapter 39. And the way that they sold slaves, they stripped you naked because they wanted to see what they were buying. They were inspecting you to see if you were a good specimen. So here's Joseph standing there totally naked. Potiphar, a very wealthy man, came and bought him. And I can guarantee you Potiphar probably had on the fanciest clothes, jewels. I'm sure that he was dressed to the nines. And yet the scripture says there, Jeremiah... I mean, um, Genesis chapter 39, I believe it's verse 2 or 3, it says, Joseph was a prosperous man. (laughs) Here he is standing there naked, being sold as a slave. And God says, he's prosperous. He looked at Potiphar. He didn't say Potiphar was prosperous. Potiphar had on the fancier clothes and everything. But in God's sight, Joseph was the prosperous man. And you can see it because Joseph... He was constantly giving. Even as a slave, he gave and served his master Potiphar to the point that Potiphar didn't even know anything that happened. He turned everything, all of his finances, over to Joseph because he could be trusted. See, that's a steward. He was treating that man's money as if it was his own. He was stewarding it properly. Then when he was put into prison, he was still ministering to people. And he came in one day and saw two of his prisoners who were sad. And that was unusual. Now think about this. It's unusual for people in prison to be sad. Why was that? Because Joseph had been given total control of the prison and he ministered to those people. They were probably being treated better, loved more, being honored and valued more than they ever had when they were out of prison. Joseph was a giver and because of it, God saw him as a very prosperous man even when he was being sold as a slave on the auction block. God sees things differently than what people do. People may look at somebody and think they're worth billions of dollars and boy, look how rich that person is. God may look at somebody who doesn't have any of those assets and yet they have given. You know, I've got a friend of mine, I'm not going to go into detail on this, but he lives in a house that he bought for five, 000, or, or excuse me, $2,500 back in the 1950s. a 700-square-foot house. It didn't have indoor plumbing. Now, since then, he's updated it. He's got indoor plumbing. He's added to it a little bit, but it's still not a fancy house. And the guy pastors a church, but he also has a tire service, and that's where he gets his income from. And this man gives away 90% OF HIS INCOME. HE OWNS MULTIPLE HOUSES, FANCIER HOUSES THAN WHAT HE LIVES IN, AND HE RENTS THEM OUT, AND THAT'S THE SOURCE OF INCOME. BUT ANYWAY, HE GIVES AWAY 90% OF EVERYTHING THAT HE GETS. HE'S THE BIGGEST GIVER TO HIS OWN CHURCH. HE DOESN'T TAKE ANY MONEY FROM THE CHURCH. HE GIVES TO IT. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? I BELIEVE THAT GOD SEES THAT MAN AS A VERY PROSPEROUS MAN. HE DOESN'T DRIVE BRAND-NEW CARS. HE DOESN'T LIVE IN A FANCY HOUSE. AND YET GOD evaluates our prosperity, not by what we have, but how much we give. Man, I I hope that this is changing your attitude. I'm going to be talking about how to increase and how to get God to meet your needs. And we're going to be talking about a lot of things, but I think it would be irresponsible to just teach you how to get money if your heart wasn't right and if you'd only got it so that you could just keep it. GET ALL YOU CAN, CAN ALL YOU GET, AND THEN SIT ON YOUR CAN. THAT'S A WRONG ATTITUDE. THAT'S BASICALLY THE ATTITUDE OF THE AVERAGE AMERICAN. AND THAT'S NOT WHAT GOD WANTS. GOD WANTS YOU TO PUT FIRST THE KINGDOM OF GOD. AND IF YOU'LL DO THAT, THEN GOD WILL PROSPER YOU. AGAIN, I'M NOT PREACHING POVERTY. I'M NOT SAYING THAT YOU SHOULD LIVE POOR, BUT I'M JUST SAYING YOU SHOULD PUT FIRST THE KINGDOM OF GOD. AND I'M USING DAVID AS AN EXAMPLE. THIS MAN, IT'S AMAZING WHAT HE SAID. HE SAYS IN VERSE uh, 16, "O LORD, OUR GOD, ALL THIS STORE THAT WE HAVE PREPARED TO BUILD in a HOUSE FOR THY HOLY NAME COMETH OF THINE HAND AND IS ALL THINE OWN. IN OTHER WORDS, GOD, ALL WE'VE DONE IS JUST GIVE BACK TO YOU WHAT YOU'VE ALREADY GIVEN TO US. SEE, WHEN YOU SEE YOURSELF AS A STEWARD, AND NOT AN OWNER. GOD IS YOUR SOURCE. IT CHANGES THE WAY THAT YOU LIVE. INSTEAD OF BEING FEARFUL AND HOLDING ON, AND IF THEY SAY THAT THERE'S A, uh, YOU KNOW, A RECESSION OR SOMETHING THAT HAPPENED, INSTEAD OF YOU OPERATING IN FEAR, God is your source, and it says in Philippians 4.19 that God will supply all of your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. According to His riches in glory, not according to the U.S. economy or the British economy or the African economy, wherever it is that you live. God is your source, and because of it, you have complete freedom because it's not your money. And you aren't the source. It's not the U.S. economy. It's God is your source. You know, during this pandemic, we chose not to take any money. I found out later that our ministry has more than 500 employees, so we didn't qualify in the first place. But nonetheless, before I knew that, I said, look, God is my source. I'm not going to take money from from the government. Now, I'm not against anybody who has. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that I said, God is my source. We're going to make it. And did you know we've now been in this for over six months AT THE TIME I'M MAKING THESE PROGRAMS, WE HADN'T TAKEN ANY MONEY. WE HADN'T LAID OFF A SINGLE PERSON. WE HAVE BEEN PAYING FULL WAGES TO EVERYBODY, AND WE'VE ACTUALLY INCREASED OUR INCOME THIS YEAR. IT HASN'T DECREASED DURING THIS TIME. AND SEE, WHEN GOD IS YOUR SOURCE, WHEN YOU RECOGNIZE THAT THIS ISN'T ME, IT'S NOT, I DON'T HAVE THE BURDEN OF PRODUCING. GOD IS MY SOURCE, AND YOU GIVE AND YOU SOW THESE SEEDS. Well, then your needs are supplied according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And it gives you a peace and a security and a stability. It keeps you from operating in fear. I hadn't had any fear. I haven't worried about it. I hadn't stayed up at night. I hadn't wondered about things. I tell you, this is awesome. The things I'm sharing with you, I know some people think I'm belaboring this. All right, I've got the point. God is my source. Move on. But this is so important and most people don't have this. I think it really, really, really needs to be emphasized. And this is the whole approach that I'm taking towards financial prosperity is that you become a steward. Quit looking at it as being yours. Quit wanting finances so that you can just do things. You put first the kingdom of God and then prosperity comes as a byproduct. It's not the goal. Having more houses and and bigger houses and cars, that's not the goal. It may come. It probably will come if you begin to put God first because God's a giver. You can't outgive God. And I can guarantee you if you start taking the resources that God has given you and if you start plowing them into helping other people, spreading the gospel, I can guarantee you God is going to bless your socks off. That's what happened to Jamie and me. You know, the house that we live in, I tell people it's a $60,000 house is what I paid for it. Now, we've added to it since then. And uh, anyway, it's a nice house. I'm not criticizing it at all. But I didn't have enough money. I was going to go get a $40,000 mobile home because that's all I could afford. And I was going to put that on there back in 1988. And I had a man come to me and he says, you don't want a mobile home. And I said, that's not what I want but it's what I can afford. And he said, I'll bless you. He was a builder and anyway, for $60,000. He built me a probably $120,000 home. I got it, I'm sure, half price. And today our tax evaluation on it is, I don't know, 450000 $500,000. But the point I'm saying is, see, I was giving. We have given away hundreds of millions of teachings I'm talking about cassette tapes, CDs, DVDs, books, hundreds of millions, and that's not including our website. And because of it, I wasn't doing it to get, but God has blessed me. And the same thing's going to work for you. You need to become a steward, financial stewardship. I'm giving you this book. It's a gift to you, or you can get the CDs or the DVDs AS A GIFT. IF YOU'LL LISTEN, OUR ANNOUNCER WILL GIVE YOU THE INFORMATION ABOUT THAT. WE'VE ALSO GOT A PACKAGE DEAL HERE WITH ALL OF THESE MATERIALS. LISTEN, AND THEN PLEASE CALL OR WRITE TODAY. I WANT TO LET YOU KNOW THAT OUR PHONE CENTER HAS EXPANDED OUR HOURS TO WHERE IT'S 24 HOURS A DAY, MONDAY THROUGH FRIDAY. AND WE RECEIVE ABOUT 40,000 CALLS A MONTH. THE MAJORITY OF THOSE ARE PRAYER CALLS. WE ARE SEEING AWESOME THINGS HAPPEN. WE'VE SEEN Uh, PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD BY RELATIVES THAT CALLED IN AND ASKED US TO PRAY WITH THEM. WE'VE SEEN MIRACLES OF HEALING. WE ARE SEEING GOD TOUCH PEOPLE'S HEARTS, CHANGE PEOPLE'S HEARTS. AND uh, YOU KNOW, THE DEVIL DOESN'T JUST FIGHT YOU DURING THE WORK HOURS, IT'S 24 HOURS A DAY. SO WE'RE OPEN 24 HOURS A DAY, FIVE DAYS A WEEK, 719-635-1111. THE INFORMATION WILL BE ON YOUR SCREEN. BUT I ENCOURAGE YOU TO CALL and take advantage of not only the products that we're offering, but we have some of the best prayer ministers on the planet, and now it's 24 hours a day, five days a week. If you'd like to receive prayer,
0: Andrew Womack Ministries is here for you. Call our helpline at 719-635-1111.
1: I'd like to ask you to pray about becoming a partner with us. You know, our ministry is based in the United States, but we have 16 offices around the world. We've got altogether around 70 Bible schools scattered around the world. So if you are looking for a good return on your investment, I believe that this is a good ministry. It'll touch you right where you are. And I encourage you to become a partner with us today and help us put the gospel out all around the world. Andrew is
0: offering his complete teaching on financial stewardship in your choice of either a book, CD album, or DVD album as his free gift to you today. Go to awmi.net to order your free product today. This offer is limited to one free product per household and is only available in the US, UK, Canada, and Australia. This teaching is also available as a companion study guide for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Or you can get these valuable resources in the Financial Stewardship Package. This package includes the Financial Stewardship book, study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album, as well as the Financial Breakthroughs DVD. This DVD includes six testimonies of people that experience the freedom of turning their finances over to God. This package has a catalog value of $115, but you can get it today for only $80. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or you can call our helpline 24 hours a day, 5 days a week, Monday through Friday at 719-635-1111. On March 23, 1968, Andrew Wamek received a dramatic revelation of God's unconditional love and grace. Since then, Andrew has shared this nearly too-good-to-be-true news with millions of listeners worldwide. With his daily television show reaching 4.4 billion people worldwide, Andrew's message is changing more lives than ever before. He's expanding the vision through Keras Bible College, which has already discipled thousands of students around the globe and continues to grow every year. To learn more about what God is doing through the ministry, visit awmi.net. Sometimes a gift. Once upon a time, many years ago, in the ancient land of Persia. Can change your life forever.